boy, is it hot outside? Yes, the humidity is great. But you know, we got a very, very important uh, uh, story today. And we would like to make sure that everybody is paying attention to it. And uh, it has a beautiful lesson in it. Now, I just got to... Uh, just go through the routine announcements that I always make. So here we go. I'll do that because I can do it so fast. Oh, yeah, sure you can. You want to see me? Go ahead. Okay, you're listening to jrodradio.com. If you want to text us, you can do it by texting 347-927-8398. And by the way, just in case you haven't figured out, you're listening to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. And his sidekick, me, Yassi. Very good. Okay, so far so good. And and if you want to listen on the telephone, so uh, you could listen on the telephone by 712-432-4217. Or you could listen live and you could listen our uh, you know to archives on this other number 7185069099. How am I doing so far? So far very nicely. Okay, and now I would like... Ah, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, you have a kosher internet or something. You can listen to jradio.com. Yes, and of course, and of course, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for any storytelling engagements, I got good news and I got bad news. Uh-oh. Uh, what's the bad news? No, no, I won't tell that. Uh, well, okay, I'll tell the bad news. Okay, uh, uh, the bad news is that uh, for the next two weeks, uh, there are no available dates available because <laughs> Basic Library Herbs is booked. If you want to try to see if you can squeeze in in between somewhere, maybe, maybe, but basically not, you know. Okay, and if anybody else, any bungalow colonies, any camps, or like that day camps, whatever it is, would like to book, there are some dates available in August, but they're starting to go. So don't wait for the last minute. Whether you want Rabbi Herbs to do, I'll take over this. Whether you want storytelling or whether you want uh, a karate demonstration that involves breaking bricks and so on and so forth, or you want uh, the Kayach of the Mayach. And for those that will call up, uh, I will explain Kayach of the Mayach at the right time. Okay, so now that we got that pretty much straightened out, so let's see now. Uh... Ah, come on, Rabbi Herbs, tell about... Yes, of course. In case anybody's interested in any art lessons or artwork or whatever, so, of course, you can call 718-375-1294. If you're interested in any private martial arts lessons or even small groups or things like that uh, to learn martial arts, self-defense, or uh, Qigong exercises, energy exercises, and things like that, Oh, you can also call 718-375-1294. And, of course, uh, if you're interested in uh, purchasing or ordering any of my story CDs uh, that are available, there are over 40-some-odd ones that are not in stores, then you can call at 718 718- I know, 718-375-1294. Yes, you can call that number. And, of course, Bez is a sham. Everybody's going to find out that they could get these... Uh, CDs at a reasonable price. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I think we covered everything. Uh-uh, one more thing. Oh, yes, of course. Now, j Radio is uh, indefinitely in need of funds uh, because, as you know, we're a little bit behind in our uh, rent over here as well, and so every penny, everything that you can donate, whatever it is, it's considered tzedakah because we do a Torah purpose and... Uh, 
Well, you can ask your local Rob, and they'll explain it to you even more, because I don't want to waste radio time at the present moment. So uh, I would like to say if you'd like to send in uh, donations to J Radio, it's uh, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, I guess I said that. And, of course... Uh, we are running a special thing because we have a J Root uh, special. I think it's either a sticker or there's also a magnetic one, uh, bumper sticker. So please be sure to mention the new J Root Radio magnet and bumper. Oh, that's for me to do. Oh, it says uh, 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 radio host, please announce. Okay, so I guess we'll do that. Okay, so therefore there's a minimum pledge of $10 uh, per month for a year, and you can get... Uh, the magnet and bumper sticker. Okay, so I think I explained that. I hope I did that right. If not, I'll find out about it. Okay, now, I just want to tell you, right before I tell the story, wow, you really go into the story pretty quick, if you let me. Okay, so now, I just want you to know that Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of people that listen and really pay attention to what is going on here. And it's really, truly, truly amazing to see that there's quite a number of people, and I mean it, there are quite a number of people who mamish, uh, like, listen to our stories so, so carefully that they're beginning to pick up more than one lesson, more than two lessons. Some even pick up, like, one of them picked up over 40 lessons. Now, uh, I love to hear all of those lessons. However, we did get some valid uh, <clears throat> protests that if one person is calling and they get all the telephone time, then they don't get a chance to call in and say anything. So uh, we're going to uh, do a little uh, rule over here, uh, only because I want to give other people a chance to call in also. And I definitely, definitely appreciate that all you people that are listening so well pick up so many lessons because that makes this purpose all the more uh, necessary and proves once again that we are a Teredica uh, radio station. Okay, now, it's very, very important that... Uh, uh, you listen to this part, and that's why I'm saying it now before the story. And that is as follows. Can I tell them? No, I'm going to say this one. Are you sure? I'm going to say this one. Are you positive? I'm going to say this one. I have a long story, so if you don't mind. Okay, I got the message. I sure hope so. Okay, anyway, so what I want to tell you people out there is like this. We're going to allow you up to 10 things. If you want to say that you have at least 10 or more lessons, we'll, we'll let you say up to 10. So if you pick 40 lessons, if you like jot down quickly as you're listening to the story, you pick up 40 lessons, we're only going to let you say 10 of the best lessons that you have found in there. So this way, perhaps we can get other people a chance to call in. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, I'm going to tell you a story. Now, <clears throat> before I tell the story, I have to give, uh, you know, a chorus to tell you where it belongs. Okay, so to Zalmi Hirsch, I would just like to say, check your email because I emailed you back. And when you uh, take care of those last parts, then maybe I could say the story that you are recommending. And Chaim uh, Wickler, I was trying to research your story, and I came part of it. And I saw it connected to another story in uh, Sefer Ahavas Chaim. So therefore, uh, the first part of tonight's story is suggested by Chaim Wickler. And the second part is... Uh, Suggested by me. <clears throat> and it comes straight out of the Sefer of Ahavath Chaim. Now, I picked this story because 
you know, we're in the three weeks and there's terrible things going on in Eretz Israel at the present moment and uh, they're constantly under rocket fire. And even though there are many, many Nisim and Nifloys, we should not forget that these are definitely Nisim and Nifloys because to have so many rockets fired from the Gaza and, uh, you know, unfortunately only one fatality, uh, as far as the last time I listened, and I hope that's the only fatality. So, obviously, there are a lot of Nisim and Nifloys, you know, that are going on over there. Now, if we become too confident in ourselves, or I should say overconfident in ourselves, then, of course, Hashem will, uh, unfortunately, take some of these uh, miracles away from us, and we don't want that. So we should never, ever forget that there's no such thing as we did it because we did it. We're doing it because Hashem is giving us the power to do so. Our uh, fire is, is uh, definitely uh, reaching because that's what Hashem wants, and there. Uh, fire is obviously not reaching because that's what Hashem wants. And if we wanted to keep that way, we have to remember, as you're going to learn from this story, that's one of the reasons why I picked it, that that the one who watches over Israel, he never, behold, he never sleeps and he never slumbers. Never slumbers, never sleeps. And he doesn't even doze off for a second. He watches us constantly. And that's one of the reasons why I picked this story, which is called 40 Days and 40 Nights. Wow, what a long introduction. Yes, it was a long introduction, and I hope that Mez Hashem, uh, he'll be quiet so I could tell the whole story. Go right ahead. I'm going to be very quiet. Um, should I look at the background again? You could just sit quietly, okay, until the very end. Okay, here I go. Um, uh, Our story takes place. Wait a minute. I'm telling the story. Oh, sorry. I get carried away. You would like me to carry away? No, 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 no. It's quite all right. Okay, so here we go. Now, in this particular Sefer, it mentions the story, but I can't vouch how true it is, even though it's mentioned in the Sefer. But uh, there's another thing. I know, let me guess, it doesn't say the names of who the people are. That's correct. So therefore... Are you going to make up names? That's correct also. Ah, lucky those two interruptions were good interruptions. I think it was three. Oh, stop counting already, because that also is an interruption. Okay, anyway, so as I was trying to say that um, I'm going to change names and create names because names were not mentioned inside this safer. Okay, so we're going to start out by telling you about the kingdom of Bogalanga. Okay, in the kingdom of Bogalanga, there was an old king. His name was Toite Yama Gutasana. <laughs> yeah, that's the name. And we're going to go to his deathbed. Unfortunately, he's an old king and he's dying. I seem to be failing. I'm failing in my health. I'm going to die. And it's a good thing that when I started to feel that I was sick, I knew that I should appoint my son the prince, Gesunte Guttasana. I made him the king in my place. So in case I suddenly pass away suddenly, there should be no contest against who should be the king. <laughs> so that's that. And, but I have a chance here to be speaking to my trusted Gallic over here, my priest over here, my personal claimer. Yes, Misha Mishuna. Come closer, Misha Mishuna. Ah, yes. Yes, 
your majesty. <laughs> what can I do for you, your majesty? <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, as you know, I don't have much time to live, and uh, I need you to find my son. But just in case I pass away while you're trying to find my son, you remember that about 32 and a half years ago... Uh, ah, yes, I do remember. It was 32 and a half and three-quarter years ago. Yes, when there was this other kingdom who tried to conquer you, and they captured you for a while. But thank God you are a strong young king at that time, and you managed to escape from your prison that you were held over there. But when you came back, you decided to fortify our country. You decided also to make a secret attic inside this palace, a very special attic inside the fireplace in your bedroom. There's a secret little latch that opens up a secret door that leads upwards. There's a ladder inside that goes to an attic. And then that attic leads to a secret exit to leave the palace. This way, in case you're under attack again by forces beyond your control, then you will be able to exit beyond capture. <laughs> And now let me guess, you want that I should reveal this secret place to your son, the prince, who I should say now going to become soon the king, Gesunto Gutasona. Yes? Uh, yes, that is exactly what I want to do. Okay, but of course, since he's the new king, I want him. I want you, I want you to be, 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 be good to my son, and I want you, I want you, yes, I want you to tell him about the secret uh, pathway to the attic, and then to escape in case he's in trouble. I want that secret to be passed on to him. All my life I never told the secret to anybody because I wanted it secret. The only one that knows about it is you, because you are my priest that I confess things to. And so therefore... <laughs> Your Majesty... Are you all right? <laughs> well, I'm all right, except the fact is I'm dying, okay? Now, other than that, everything is fine. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside, too. Anyways, listen to me. I just need to tell you. I, I, I need to tell you. How should I tell you? Make sure you tell my son about this. And go get him. I don't know how much longer I have. But please go get my son. Yes, I will call him right away. <laughs> Let me go and call him. <laughs> Let me just go out this door. <coughs> All right. <laughs> go down the hallway. <laughs> I'll wait just a few minutes. <laughs> By now, the king probably is going to be gone. <laughs> There's nobody in there watching him. He's too weak to feed himself. He'll starve. He'll die. Or whatever. <laughs> And then I'll control his son, and I'll get what I've been wanting for years and years. <laughs> All right, we'll have to do this wisely. <laughs>
Okay, I'm here at his door. I waited long enough. Uh, who, who is there? Um, who, who is there? <laughs> who is there? It is I, the priest, the Galach, Misa Mishuna. <laughs> and I'm here to call you, to inform you that your father, the king, Gesunto, uh, no, that's you, Gesunto, <laughs> pardon me, uh, my joy of seeing that your father is dying is so pleasant to me. Uh, excuse me, what did you say? Oh, nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> uh, 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 your father, uh, Toitayama Gutasana, is dying, and he needs to see you now. Hmm. Let me see. If he gets there and the king is still alive, then I will be forced to tell him the secret. But if not, I could use this secret to my advantage one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> and so, sure enough, what happened was he ran as fast as he could. <laughs> and he opened up the door to his king's bedroom. Or actually, his father, the king's bedroom. <laughs> father, father, I I I'm here. Is there anything that you want to say to me? Uh, is there anything... <laughs> My son, my son, I just wanted you to know, I just wanted you to know. Yes, 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 I wanted you to know. Yes, yes, what is it, Father? I wanted you to know. Yes, yes, I want, I, I, Father? Oh, dear, I should call the doctor. Doctor, come in here. Just a minute now. Let me see what's going on over here. I must see now. Let me fix my glasses over here. Okay, I got my glasses on. I see now. You call me in the middle of meeting supper over here. You know, what's the matter with you? I have a problem over here. You call me while I'm eating supper. I just don't get it. Okay, okay. Listen, the person over here lying here is dead. You know that? He's not moving. He's not breathing. He's not even... His chest is not even going up and down like a person who's breathing. You don't understand? His heart is not going... You understand? You, uh, if I slice what, yeah, I mean, you're understanding what I'm saying. You understand? Uh, uh, like my Jewish counterpart, he says, if I slice for secret. Anyways, he's dead, unfortunately. And sure enough, they made a big funeral after all. It was the royal king. And the people were mourning and crying. And then there was the official re-coronation. Even though he was coronated once before, while his father was still alive, they still did a new coronation. And the whole place was screaming, all the people of the kingdom of Bogala. Uh, that's uh, supposed to be read as Bogalanga. Right. Uh, all the people of the kingdom of Bogalanga, they all went over and screamed, Long live the king! Long live the king! Long live the king! Can I say it also? Long live the king! Okay, you got your two cents in. No, I got two words in. Um, actually, long live the king. I got four words in. Yeah, la, 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 la. Would you stop that? Okay, anyways. So... A few years went by, and of course, the prince was getting a little older, more mature, and the Galach was biding his time. <laughs> First, I will gain his confidence, make sure 
that he realizes that is Gazunto, the majesty, the king. <laughs> that he realizes that I'm a good priest and I'm here for him. That would be great. And then I could put my plan into action slowly but surely. And of course, my plan has always been to get rid of the Jews. <laughs> and one day I shall succeed. But the meanwhile, while this strange Russia Shemarusha, this wicked Galach, Misa Mishuna, made his plan slowly, there was a chief rabbi by the name of Rav Gidel Klorkite. Rav Gidel Klorkite was a very big tzaddik. And the king used to like to meet with him. Ah, uh, you know, as I get older and I get more mature, uh, you know, uh, Rabbi, I can appreciate more and more why my father used to tell me I should listen to your advice. You're such a wise rabbi. And even though I'm not Jewish, but your wisdom is just unreal when you talk about your holy... Uh, the Torah, the Torah. When you speak about the Torah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. When you speak about the Torah, it, it's really amazing. I am truly inspired by everything that you do. It's just simply amazing. Uh, thank you, thank you. Anyways, uh, if there's something else that I could do... Uh, well, today I had a wonderful discussion with you. I am so happy that you are here in my kingdom. Your people are so kind, so nice. Ah, they're welcome to stay in my country, as long as they want to. Yes, and I will bring up my children not to hate for no reason. Ah, just doesn't make sense. All right. Anyways, um, I guess you have to go now, and I will go now, too. But in the meantime, this Russia, Misa Mishuna, started thinking, well, seems to be that he's becoming very friendly, just like his father with the chief rabbi. I cannot stand that. I cannot stand it. Next thing you know, he's going to like him more than he likes me, just like his father. Hmm. I know that I cannot debate with those Jews, especially a rabbi. I would have to outsmart him by trickery. He's a very smart man. Hmm. Maybe so smart because his Torah is real truth. And my religion, the religion that we follow, is not exactly truth. Hmm. It's got a lot of bends in it. A lot of kinks in it. A lot of untruths in it. And the rabbi is capable of getting rid of all my, how should I say it, all my plans. But wait a minute, I got an idea. Oh, this is a good idea. <laughs> of course, why didn't I think of this before? Now is the time to keep my secret a secret <laughs> and use my secret. That I had kept secret. <laughs> I never told him about the secret passageway. I have got an idea. <laughs> uh, there's another general over here that doesn't like the Jewish people. <laughs> Let me have a talk with him. Oh, uh, General Mandu Nodu, uh, come here. I need to talk to you in my private chamber. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. You want to speak to me in your private chamber? Not a problem. Let's go inside. 
All right. <laughs> hey, you got some schnapps, beer? Come on, what do you got over here? Come on, you gotta give me. Oh, yes, certainly. Here's a bottle of vodka. Ah, thank you. This stuff is good stuff. It's strong stuff. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, this is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to me, stop your laughing You can drink later all you want You can keep the bottle if you want Now I need to know Are you still with me in your hatred towards the Jewish people? Of course Of course, I have no idea why you hate them My father hated them And his father hated them And he just passed it down the line And so I hate them also I was brought up to hate them I have no idea why, but you know I hate them Yeah, so why, what, what you got a plan to get rid of them? Yes and you and I can succeed if you do exactly what I say. But I'm going to reveal to you a secret. But you better comply. And if the king finds out that my plan is not real... I understand. You have a plan, and then the plan is real. Of course my plan is real. But the plan is real. But what you're going to do in the plan is not real. I mean I'm not real? No! I knew I shouldn't have given you the schnapps bottle before. Hmm, listen to me. Here's what I want from you. Are you paying attention? Yes, I'm paying attention. Just tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. All right. If you don't do exactly what I say, because I'm revealing to you a secret that even the king doesn't know about. Wow, this is good stuff. <laughs> this is really good. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the... I know, I know. I just was imitating you. I'm not talking about that. You're supposed to scream like that. All right, I'll scream like that if you want. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the schnapps. I'm not talking about the vodka. Hey, that was great. That was terrific. All right, so what are you talking about? I'm going to reveal you a secret. And if you spill the beans and reveal the secret to anyone, or you tell that I'm behind this plan, you'll never see your family again. What? Hey, I'm the general. I control security around here. Yes, you do. But I do have secret spies here and there that control things that I want, if you understand what I mean. Oh. All right, all right, let, let's see. What's, what's in it for me? Well, first of all, every night that you perform this, after you perform, I will give you a case of vodka. What do you say to that? <laughs> You're my man. <laughs> now listen to me. There's much more than this case of vodka. Listen to what else I want. I want you to do something. All right, just stop beating around the bush and tell me what it is. Well, if you succeed in doing this, and my plan works, not only will you have a case of vodka every night, but you'll have much, much more money than your mind can imagine. <laughs> you mean I could have 32 cents? I said much more than your mind can imagine. 33 cents? Oh, stop playing games with me. All right, get straight to the plan. The plan is like this. I'm going to reveal you to a secret passageway. It leads up to the king's bedroom, but there's a secret attic right on top, and we're going to make a little hole, and you are going to make believe like you're a spirit from the heavens above. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... Well, you'll do whatever you have to do, and while the king is sleeping... 
You're going to tell him that you are an angel from the heavens above, warning the king that the Jews have intentions of killing him. <laughs> and we'll repeat this dream night after night. And you know what's going to happen. He'll start to hate the Jews himself. And then he'll do what I want and what you want. He'll get rid of the Jews. Get it? <laughs> oh, that plan has to work. It can't fail. Right. <laughs> now, you'll start tonight. Now, here, this is the map where the secret passage is. You have to start out in the basement. You understand? And don't you dare fall through the chimney. Oh, don't you worry. Don't you worry about a thing. So later on that night, when the king decided, <coughs> oh, mm, oh, let me just have my uh, good night drink. That's wonderful. Okay, I'll just close my door. All right, that was a nice soft close. And I'll just tuck myself into bed. And I'll just uh, fall asleep. This for this for fall asleep. I guess you can't sleep again. All right, now let's see. I'm in the basement over here. I got my uh, lantern over here. Then I'm going to call four patients over here. Now tap on this rock wall. How do you like that? Nothing happened. Oh, I spoke too soon. Wow, that wall moved aside. This is the secret passageway. Here I go. Oh, up these winding staircases. So many steps, I'm getting tired. All right, I think I'm on the top. Now let me look up. This is the bedroom. I hear him snoring. Yes, I hear him snoring. All right, let me just go into the attic. Oh, wow, the attic has a lot of room over here. And <laughs> wow, what a passageway. Okay, let me sit down here. Uh, put the lamp over here. And let me just take this tool over here and make a little hole in the ceiling. Now, why am I scraping the ceiling? Wait a minute. I got a great idea. He's got the fireplace. I'll make this voice sound like it's coming from the fireplace. Yeah, I'll just open up that trap door a tiny drop. There I go. Okay, now tie it with a string. All right, my voice should be able to carry. Now, here I go. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to sing this all right. I got to do this. Okay, first I got to go. What's happening? I hear some strange noises. I'm sleeping here. What am I hearing over here? Oh, I don't understand. Gesundo. Gesundo. King, but you are in danger. The Jews of the kingdom of Bogalanga, they wish to rebel against you. They wish to kill you. 
They don't think you're as kind as their father. Do something. Do something. Oh, oh, oh boy. What was that? What a strange dream. There's nobody in the room, but, hmm, I don't know. And for the next three days, the same thing happened. Do something. Three days in a row I'm having this nightmare. What's going on here? I better speak to the gala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please come in here. It's an emergency. Still in my pajamas. Just come in here. It's an emergency. All right, all right. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Here I am. Okay, what's the problem? Wow, you look like you're so scared, like you look like you saw a ghost or something. <laughs> An easy statement. Let me tell you something. I had these nightmares, and he told over the nightmares. And uh, I don't know who this voice was, or maybe it's an angel, or whatever it was. But one thing I can tell you, one thing I can tell you, that uh, they're telling me that the Jews are trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. That is serious stuff. You know what you should do? I think what you should do is... Uh, obviously, uh, take the sign of your dream. You're the king. You're having a royal dream. You should get rid of the Jews. That's what you have to do. <laughs> about how can I get rid of the Jews? They're such nice people. They didn't do anything wrong. I mean, they, they pay their taxes. Uh, they, they're good workers. They show me respect. Ah, that's part of their plan. Hey, listen to your dreams. You should listen to your dreams. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, in the morning, I'll speak to the rabbi, and I'll tell him a thing or two. Yes. Tell him a good thing or two. <laughs> Why is he laughing like that? Hmm, I wonder. And so the next morning came, the rooster crowed. <coughs> and after the rooster crowed, the king woke up. And he had his breakfast, but he couldn't get his dreams off his mind. Several nights in a row, three nights in a row, he had the same kind of dream. So what do these dreams mean? Hmm, so he wondered. So he summoned the chief rabbi, and Arav Gidel Clarkite came to see him. Yes, your majesty, you wish to see me. Shalom Aleichem, how are you, how are you? So what can I do for you? Eh? Well, uh, first of all, tell me how come sometimes when you speak, you speak like uh, Litvak, and sometimes you speak like a Hasidische. And how would you know that? I don't know. This guy Yossi on the side is hinting that. Yossi... I don't know. I just want to make a little like, excitement in the story. Is it true that you're mixing up? No. I just depends how I feel. Oh, how do you feel now? Baruch Hashem, fine. What about you? Uh-oh. I better be quiet because I know how I'm going to feel soon. Okay. Very good. Now, uh, I said it's a long story, so would you please? Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Anyways, so I had these dreams, and they said somebody among you people are sitting out to rebel against me and kill me. Now, Rabbi, I can't find that to be true. Hmm. I see. It's very interesting. Hmm. You know something? I have a funny feeling that these dreams are not true. And how do you know that? I don't. I'm going to be mispalel, and I'm going to have a yoimt feeler, and we'll see what happens. But please, Your Majesty, don't do anything drastic. You know we wouldn't harm you. I know that, but these dreams... 
They're so real. Don't worry. And sure enough, that night, after Kamat, until Paschatzois, the Jewish people were in the shul, in the Bote Midrashim, wherever, any part of Bagalanga. They were there saying to Hillam. And some people, even after the Rav left, they were still sitting there saying to Hillam. And so the Rav, he went to lie down to sleep. And in the middle of his sleep, he had a dream. But it didn't have the... Because it was a pleasant dream. Instead, he saw a very interesting person, which may have been Elio Anavi. Listen to me. Listen to me. I want you tonight. When you wake up, there'll be another day. But tonight, not tonight tonight, but tomorrow night tonight, which is tonight of the next day, I want you to go to the king. Make sure nobody hears what you plan except you. Now this is what I want you to do. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ha, ha. Oh, no. Not again. The same dream. Now, while the king had the same dream, the rub went to sleep, and he had a dream, but not the same dream as he had. And in the middle of his sleep, because he heard from Elionovi, Shliach from Hashem, he like, kind of had a smile in the middle of his sleep. And so what ended up happening the next morning after Shachris, he kept the secret that Elionovi told him. And then when he had a chance, he went to see the king. <clears throat> Your Majesty, are we alone? Uh, why? What's the problem? Maybe we should go to the garden to speak. I have something very important to tell you. I found out what's going on. Re really? I mean, you found out which Jew wants to kill me? Oh, no. It's not a Jew. It's a frame-up. A frame-up? What are you talking about? Listen to me. Come, come, come. Let's go to the garden. And so they walked to the garden. And inside the garden, what ended up happening was... Inside the garden, they found something very interesting. A quiet spot! And in the quiet spot, he revealed to him something. Wow, that's an amazing thing. I never knew about that. Ah, uh, we'll take care tonight. You will pretend you're leaving the palace, but instead you'll sneak back to my room by that secret passageway. <laughs> and sure enough, that night, when it was time to leave, after his usual meeting, the rabbi went to the basement snuck back up to the secret passageway, came to the attic, but came through the chimney of the fireplace, and he stayed inside the room, and he waited. And later on that night, the voice came again. <laughs> Here I am again. You must kill the Jews. They are terrible. You must kill them before they kill you. And all of a sudden, the rabbi came out from his hiding place. Shh, let's do this together. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Boom. 
and they pulled open the hatch by the chimney of the fireplace. And all of a sudden, out fell the general. Yes, indeed. The general. Mandu Nodu fell down. Ow, my back. Ow, ow. It's a good thing the fireplace wasn't on. Oh, hi, Your Majesty. Uh, fancy dropping by. Hope you don't mind. I'll, I'll just go back to my room, okay? Uh, goodbye. You're not going anywhere. You are hiding upstairs in that secret compartment. It was you who put you up to this. And all of a sudden, in walked the Galach. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but I heard a commotion. What was that big, loud thud? Oh, my goodness, General, what are you doing here? Huh? You know why I'm here. I do. I don't know anything what you're talking about. But you said... Remember, you have such a nice family. <laughs> I was going to kill my family, but I'm not saying anything. And, of course, the general couldn't say anything. Mandu could no do. So, therefore, Mandu lived up to his name, no do. And he was not able to tell what he really wanted to tell. And, of course, the king did away with old General Mandu Nodu. But now the Galah was even more furious. Hmm, that Jew outsmarted me. How did he know about that secret place? Hmm, I know. Got a new idea. This he can't be able to disprove. <laughs> I'll wait a month till things calm down. And sure enough, the Galah waited about a month. And after that month was up, what he did was, he said, Your Majesty, I don't know how to tell this to you, but I've been having these dreams lately. Terrible, terrible dreams. I, I must reveal them to you. There's a, an angel that came to me in my dreams. And this angel from God said that the Jews are contaminating your land. And you must get rid of them or convert them. Otherwise, the way they are now... They'll contaminate your land, and it'll cause you must much, much, much distress. And you eventually will die as a result. Your Majesty, you must do something. <laughs> you know, the general tried something foolish, and now you are. You're going to give me some proof? Proof? I'll give you some proof. Give me a day or two. Ah, if the angel comes to me again, I'll ask him for proof. Hmm... This king is too smart. I gotta come up with a plan. Mm, wait a minute. I got it. 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 And two days later, he came back to the king. Your majesty, listen to me. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Your majesty, you wanted proof? Let me tell you something. The Jewish people, when they got their Torah, they had a rabbi. Rabbi Moshe Rabbeinu. You know, that's whatever his name is. That great holy tzaddik that they call a holy tzaddik. He supposedly went up to the heavens for 40 days and 40 nights without eating, without drinking. <laughs> but nobody knows for sure. Who knows? Maybe he went to hide in a cave. But if I prove to you that an angel talked to me, and I'll prove to you in this way, he's going to give me the ability to stay alive without food and drink for 40 days and 40 nights. And to make sure that you know I'm not in any cave, you will build a special room right in the middle of your courtyard over there. And you'll have watchers all around on all four sides. And I will stay there. And if at the end of 40 days, I'm still alive, then you'll see that it's true that you must get rid of the Jews. Do you understand? Hmm. That's a very interesting thing. All right. 
I'll discuss it with the rabbi. And when the rav heard about it, he said, This is very terrible. Ah, he must have a secret plan or something. Well, I don't know what his plan is. But, I mean, he's going to be locked up in this room. He doesn't want any windows. He doesn't want any doors. He wants to be cemented in the room. And after 40 days, we'll break it open. You understand? And hopefully, the room will contain enough air to last for 40 days. Uh, well, we could be nice to him and make a vent. But I, I don't think it could last more than a few days. What do you say? This is not very good. If he picked this, that means he planned this out very well. I must be the Jewish people. We probably are not serving Hashem the way we should. We are... Too laxed in your land because you're so nice to us. And we are taking it easy. We have to watch our Torah mitzvahs much more. We have to make sure the Shema Yisrael is watching over us. I know what I have to do. And so the rabbi went back. And he called all the local rabbis from there. He was the chief rabbi. He called all the other rabbis from all their congregations all around the kingdom of Bogalanga. And a fast day was decreed. And not just one. Thirteen consecutive fast days to plead to HaKadosh Baruch Hu using the Shloish Esremides, the 13 attributes of mercy, of justice. And they were going to appeal to Hashem to have Rahmanes on the Eden. And of course, nobody could fast 13 days in a row. So they would fast during the daytime and eat at nighttime. And this is what they did. And of course, the Galach came outside all right, I am here. All as I'm going in is with my big candelabra. I will stand it up over here so when I pray I can see what I'm doing. But you look at me. Check, check my pockets. Check around. See, do I have any food? No. <laughs> Absolutely no food. You will see that I will perform this miracle by the hands of God. You will see. And sure enough, he went inside. And they cemented up the hole, the doorway. And he was in there. And he was in there for over seven days. And the people were fasting away. They were fasting and they were davening to Hashem. And after the seventh day, the king suddenly woke up in the middle of it in the night. Uh, huh? Wait a minute, I, I can't sleep. I, I don't understand this. What's going on? What, 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 what? Why can't I sleep? This is ridiculous. I am the king. I am the king. And I have a comfortable bed here, and I can't sleep. Wait. That rabbi spoke many times of Eliyahu Wow. That Jewish prophet. Well, maybe he came to me. Maybe he's what's waking me up. But why? I could see from my window. I could see over there. That little square box house. Where he's in. No way in. No way out anymore. Wait a minute. Do I hear him praying? Hmm, he's still praying. How could that be? Wait a minute. I got an idea. It's nighttime. No one else around. Ah, they're the night watchmen. <laughs> I'll just wait until they turn their back. And I'll quickly climb on top of the roof. Now they don't see me. Now let me make this small little hole here in the roof. Hope you didn't hear that. Let me peek through this little hole. <gasps> I can't believe what I'm seeing. There's the Galach. He's laughing to himself. <laughs> By now, everybody went to sleep. Now I can open up my candelabra. 
It's hollow. And I have a little bit of this medicine, this kind of nourishment and vitamins that will keep me alive during these 40 days. <laughs> it's impossible for a person to be without food and drink. But I have here two compartments in here. One for drink and one for food. <laughs> oh, this is good. I shouldn't take too much. I have to live here for 40 days. <laughs> so far, seven was not so bad. So that's his secret. Let me plug up this hole. Okay, now let me go back to my place. Ah, the guard is turning his back. Jump down. And I'll go back to the palace. And the next morning he called the rabbi and he told the rabbi what he saw. Oh, indeed a miracle. So rabbi, you don't even have to fast anymore. Your prayers were accepted. Yes, you're right. But we won't let him know. Let him stay there for the 40 days. Yes. And so people passing by. Hi, touch your heel. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. Every time you pass by the house, you can hear the priest is praying. How was she doing it? I don't know. It's a miracle. Yeah, it's a real miracle. Uh-huh. Miracle indeed. So, um, uh, well, that means according to the contract that the rabbi signed, it's either the Jews have to leave if this guy comes out alive or, or they'll have to die. Hey. What are they doing? They're building a, 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 a gallows with a scaffold and everything. <laughs> Look at them. They're building it. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know also. Yeah. Wow. I bet you it's for, for the rabbi. And, of course, the Jewish people said, oh, This guy is a consumer shaking there for the rabbi. Mr. Mishigi. So the galach was mine, Mr. Dalton. You're crazy or something. Rabbi not going to hang over there. Maybe I should hang you also with him. You know that. I'm telling you. Yeah. And, of course, the 40 days were up. And all the people gathered around. Jewish people gathered around. And the Goyim gathered around. Everybody gathered around. And there was the king. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Everybody calm down. Today is the end of the 40th day. We shall open it up. Bring the sledgehammers. Listen, I'll bring the sledgehammer. A one, a two. Push, push. And they smashed open that little square box-like house. And out walked the Galach, holding his candelabra. Ah, so, my dear friends, <laughs> little dust over here from breaking this wall. Here I am. I'm alive. See, I withstood a miracle. I lived in here for 40 days and 40 nights, and your gods have seen that I have not escaped here. I have not brought food in here. So what do you say, eh, Rabbi? Will it be? Convert? Or die. And the rabbi looked at him and said, Excuse me, if you don't mind, come a little closer. I'd like to examine you to make sure you're the same person. Ah, you're the same Rosh Hashemarusha. Yes, yes, you're Misa Mashuna, and you're about to have a Misa Mashuna. Huh? What are you talking about? Uh, your name fits you perfectly. Listen to me. Here's what's going to happen. You say you performed a miracle? Prove it. What do you mean, prove it? Go look inside. Was there any food? They searched it. They searched me. Ah, yes, but there's one thing they didn't search. May I see that? What? What, what are you doing? It's my candelabra. Yes, it is. Eins, zwei, drei. What do you know? Look at that. There's a little food on the bottom over there. And vitamins also. And vi Oh, I'm sorry. I spilled your drink over there. You need any more drink? Actually, where you're going, you don't need any drink. <laughs> You'll be hanging around for a while. It's all right. Uh, 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 
And the king said, well, there you have it. You see what's going on over there? Do you see it? Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, all the people of the kingdom of Bagalonga, you see this galach, this, this, this priest was a phony. And sure enough, the king ordered that the galach should be hung, not the rabbi. And sure enough, they hung the galach. And that was the end of that Russia Misa Mishuna. And the Jewish people of Bogalanga, they kind of made like a small type of Purim, I guess, Purim Katan of some sort. I don't know, some sort of a special yonta for them. And that's what they did. And they had no more trouble. But there was one thing, they never took advantage of thinking that they're in a free country and they could take full advantage. They were very careful in keeping their Yiddishkeit like we should do nowadays. Because even though we're in a country that hosts us very nicely, but you never know. We have to always keep Torah mitzvahs. And if we do, then Hashem will be the Shemi Yisrael. Wow, terrific story. Wow, he did that all in one breath. No, but I almost did. Okay, anyways, uh, do we have any time for any phone calls? Okay, remember out there, we're limiting 10 things because uh, some people were complaining that uh, we give all the time to the person or people that have 40 or 50 different things to say. So pick your best. Okay, uh, here we go. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Chaim Wickler. Chaim Wickler. Okay. So go ahead and uh, give us ten okay. of your best. Okay. Be loyal to the king. Care about people's well-being. Don't be happy when people die. Give compliments to people you admire. Be happy. Don't suspect people. Don't lie. Don't believe everything. It might be a lie. Keep secrets and don't pretend. Beautiful. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. by the way, yes. by the way, I, I once heard a similar story, and he ate, like, the plaster from the wall in the other story that I once heard. Um, I, I never heard it that way, but this here I saw before. This I saw in the safer. Okay, let me go to the next call. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Galinsky. Hey, see? We got in. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight? I learned... Um, they we see the Koyach of Tefillah and how they fasted, and we see all these dreams that came from, they really, they really were real, not like the dreams that the, the, like the Galah wanted. Galah was giving. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Anything else? That's about it. Okay. You have any? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, you're on the air. Okay, Zalmi Hirsch. Okay, so I uh, hope you're reading your email. Okay, so in the meantime, yeah. what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, I have 17, but I'm going to say 10. What? I didn't hear that. <laughs> I have 17, but I'm going to say 10. Okay, so say 10. Let's hear 10. Okay. Be good to people. Always tell. Always ask. Trust Hashem. Always daven. Say to Elohim. Honor people. Don't lie. Don't be angry. And have patience. Beautiful. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, now let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello? Hiragiam. Okay, now tell us what lesson you learned in tonight's story. Um, you, sh- you should believe in Hashem if you shouldn't in a comma and you shouldn't do a virus. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you very but much. I want to talk. What? My brother wants to talk. Okay, a, a real fast thing if he wants to say. Let's go. Yeah. Real yeah. fast. You shouldn't lie. Excellent. Thank you very much. Beautiful. That was definitely in there. Okay, thank you. Okay, next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Can't hear you. What's your name? Fischl. Fischl. Okay, Fischl. What lesson you learned tonight's story? You shouldn't try to bother the Jews because Hashem is always on their side. 
Okay, I and mean, I hope you realize that Hashem sends the uh, enemies of the Jews to bother them when Jewish people sin. When we don't sin, then the enemies cannot harm us. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on your last phone call. Okay, you're, hello? Yes, hello? Yeah, you had a lucky last phone call. What's your name? Shia. Shia, okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? I have seven. Okay, say the seven. Let's go. The only reason Hashem and Galachim are always up to trouble. No one should plan against the Jews. It's no use. Rabbeim, no best. Hashem doesn't stop watching us. Praying to unadjusted gods doesn't work. And Yatir is the best story down in the whole world. Thank you very much. Okay. Very good. Okay, and that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful weekend. And from... Myself and me, goodbye! Oh.